Hello, this is Yolanda Villa, host for the Unfiltered Wife podcast, where we have unfiltered conversations. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Unfiltered Wife podcast. Today's guest is Susan Talamantes. Susan owns a bridal beauty company. She's an award-winning hairstylist and makeup artist, and she also offers coaching services for bridal beauty professionals. Thank you for being with us today, Susan. Thank you for having me, Yolanda. So tell me about your background and how you got into the beauty industry. Oh, man, I have been in the beauty industry for a little over 10 years now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it feels like forever. (laughs) It's like one of the first things I did right out of um, high school. So how did I get into it? Um, I kind of just stumbled upon it. (laughs) I just took a leap of faith and I I drove into uh, beauty school. And I got licensed as cosmetologist. Uh-huh. And then um, for the last, or for eight years, I was working in a salon doing haircuts, color, and all of that. Yeah. And then I created a bridal beauty company. So now I specialize only on weddings. Oh, okay. And I know you have three kids. Yes, I do. How do you do, how do you manage it all with the schedule in the beginning and how you manage it now? Oh man, it's pretty difficult. The good thing about being an entrepreneur and having like, I have full control of my schedule. So I have the flexibility to like, you know, I don't miss the kids' important events, like their school stuff. Um, but I do try to have some kind of schedule so I do have a sitter who watches them for me during the day at certain times Mm -hmm. and I I try the best that I can to have a schedule and then of course like Mm -hmm. mommy duties and personal life and things come up and it knocks me off my schedule sometimes but I try to stick to the the consistency you know and I feel like that helps when I um, when I have a consistent like schedule, I am more productive. How tough was it for you growing your business while being a mom? Like, what tips do you have for other people? Oh my gosh, it was so hard, especially the first like two years, um, because when you first start out building a business, there's so much to do, right? Yeah. Like, you have to build all the foundations. You have to build the website, you know, like everything you're starting from scratch. Yeah. So when I first started uh, my bridal beauty company, I was also working in the salon at the same time. And at the salon, I was working 10 to 12 hour shifts nonstop. There's like no breaks. So there's no time for anything else. And then I would come home at like nine at night. Mm -hmm. I would put the kids to bed, you know, do whatever mom duties I had there And then I would stay up till like three in the morning uh, working on my bridal beauty business. Mm -hmm. And then I would wake up at like six in the morning to (laughs) take the kids to school. So it was a lot of sleepless nights, a lot like a huge sacrifice the first one to two years, especially because you're like building it from scratch. There's so much to do in those first couple of years. It was just a huge sacrifice. And then, but I, I actually wasn't at the salon the whole time. I only survived eight months doing both because I was dying and I was getting, you know, burnt out. And I had to make that huge choice of leaving my full stability. I had like a full and steady clientele that was all my income. And I had to take that leap of faith that I was going to just 
jump into my bridal beauty company full time and pursue pursue building my bridal beauty company. How did you know when it was the right time? Because I know we always try to do things when it's the right time, but because it's so scary. But when did you kind of feel, you know what, this is what I want to do. I need to just do it. So I did it a little sooner than you probably should have because I was dying, right? Like I told you, I was working 10 to 12 hour shifts. I was getting burnt out. I was so exhausted and I couldn't... um, you know, it wasn't like sustainable to do both. But at the same time, I did wait until I was bringing in a certain amount of income per month. So it would like um, supplement the substitute for the income I was making at the salon. Mm -hmm. So I waited till I hit certain marks, income marks where I felt like comfortable enough, but it still wasn't like safe. I still wasn't safe when I took the jump. I just knew like inside of me and my gut, everything inside of me just told me like, just do it. You're going to make it. You're going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. And so I really just trusted my gut, my intuition, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of faith. Yeah. And so like everything inside of me, like I wasn't scared at all, even though there was a lot of uncertainty. I, I really wasn't scared because I just yeah. knew that it was going to work. How do you schedule right now, you know, with your partner and then you have your kids and then you have your business? How do you prioritize? Yeah, my strategy for that, because my husband, you know, he, of course, like wants my time and all of that. And I feel like that's a big one for a lot of people that I talk to. Their spouses want their like attention, you know, and (laughs) and a lot of people have a similar situation to me where my husband works a regular job, you know, he goes to work a certain amount of time, he comes home and he's done with work. He doesn't have to, you know, do anything else. <laughs> right. Um, and as an entrepreneur, like we don't have regular hours, you know, we, yeah. at, at least for me, I fit in work whenever I can get it in and um, especially working around the kids and stuff. So my strategy is to get as much as I can done during the day So that once I hit like evening hours, like maybe six o'clock or so, I can spend that time with my kids and my husband. So if it's just like, you know, just conversating with them or maybe like once or twice a week, we'll watch a movie together. That's good. That's something that I do too. Cause I feel like we're always yeah. on like with business. So it's like, I need to, even if it's an hour, you know, to just watch a movie quality time and then they kind of get bored too. And they're like, they want to go play. <laughs> yeah. And then. Um, so a lot of times I sacrifice myself too. <laughs> I don't know if this is healthy, but it works for me, especially because I have a flexible um, schedule. I it will spend quality time with the family. And then once everybody goes to sleep, I'll stay up for like another hour or two yes. and get and like finish my work, whatever I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I work around them and I, and I make, I make sure to have time to spend with them too, because they know that that's not healthy for us, especially as moms and as wives, you know, to just completely be working all the time and not spend quality time with our loved ones. Right. And what do you do for yourself? Do you have like any hobbies, any me time? How do you incorporate that? Um, lately, I have been taking like little pampering um, self-care stuff, like taking a nice bath with a bath bomb and like 
I just tell everyone, don't bother me. I'm going to take a nice bath. You know, like my husband's like, what are you doing? The co- the water's all colorful. <laughs> I'm like, leave me alone. I told you I'm taking a bath. <laughs> um, so I just do like little things like that. You know, I like to treat myself in some like small ways that I just feel like I'm treating myself, you know, like I buy a new outfit or I do a a face mask or something like that relaxes me and I just have like quiet time. Sometimes I'll go to the backyard and have like a glass of wine and just like relax. And, you know, I just do like, it's just little things. I don't do anything too big as far as like self-care. I also like try to in the morning, do a little morning um, workout, just Mm -hmm. like 15 minutes, not too long, but enough to like, you know, work out my body a little bit and feel like I'm energized for the day. Yeah. Some kind of energy going and stuff. So it's like squeezing in little things that mean a lot to me. That's good. good. Yeah. Even if it's five, 10 minutes, it's something that is just like, okay, you have that alone time. Yeah. That's great. And I know right now you're offering coaching services for beauty professionals. Did you have any mentors or did you kind of in the beginning? Because I know for a lot of us, we start off kind of not not knowing, wishing we had someone telling us how to do it so we could get to the end result faster. Definitely. When I started the Bridal Beauty Company, um, I had already been studying entrepreneurship for maybe about five years or so. So I basically just took all that knowledge that I had been studying over the years and applied it to my the business that I was creating and building. But it was um, and I knew too as I studied entrepreneurship, a lot of it, like having a mentor kept coming up. But I didn't know where to find a mentor. I looked everywhere online. I researched so much and I couldn't find any mentors or coaches or anything like that. I don't think it was that big of a thing as it is now. It's pretty easy to find a mentor or coach now online at least. And so I didn't really just have like any access to it. So I really just built it with Google, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) and myself, anything that I was working on in my business, I would Google whatever I was working on email sequence or like whatever marketing strategies or whatever I was working on at the time, I would just Google it, study it, read a bunch of articles, watch YouTube videos, figure it out. But had I, if I had had a coach from the beginning, like you said, I would have sped up the process so fast because I do see that now working with my clients, I see that I am able to everything that took me like two years to create like sleepless nights, dying, struggling on my own. Yeah. (laughs) I'm able to just speed it up for them in just a few sessions. And it's crazy. It's it's great. Like I love it. But yeah, um, I definitely wish that I had some kind of mentorship or some kind of guidance, especially when you're working with someone who's already been where you're going, like the exact same path in the same industry you know, the same thing and they're just ahead of you. Yeah, that's that's one thing that I love about that, about your coaching, because there's so many things online. But when you're talking to somebody that is where you want to be, it's like all those mistakes. I mean, you're still going to do, you know, little mistakes on your own and stuff, but you can like half, half of it, you know, can just be erased and you can just follow, you know, what they did, the same blueprint and get there. Exactly. Yeah, I always say it's like having a tour guide who <laughs> yeah. like 
they know the route, you know, and yeah. they know the shortcuts and they know the dangers, like what to avoid. And they're like your tour guide, like guiding you along the path. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I, that's how I view it. And so right now, um, I'm not sure how old your kids are, but what is your typical day in regards to, let's say, your, your planning? How do you plan your schedule in the sense of you have your coaching, you have your kids, then, you know, you have your marriage? How does everything integrate? That's a tricky one because um, when they're in school, it's a little different than right now. They're in summer, you know, summer <laughs> vacay. So they're out of school right now. And um, so I have a sitter for them starting around 1130. Mm -hmm. And so anything that I can get done with them, I can do before 1130. Like if it's computer work, you know, some light stuff, not anything too crazy. Okay. Uh, and anything that I need to do where like I need it to be quiet, you know, I need to be focused, <laughs> no distractions. I save that for after 1130 when I don't have them for sure. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then I also go into the office, um, and have like my setup there. So it makes things easier for me to just have like a space where I know I can work. Mm -hmm. I'm away from all my distractions. I know if I am working at home, sometimes I get distracted by, oh, I need to do laundry or I need to wash the dishes or like, um, you know, just things around the house. So I try to get away from the house while I, while I'm working. And then I'm, um, yeah, I just try to get like all of my work done by the time that I need to pick them up. That way, once I pick them up, I can kind of just unplug from there. Okay. So you have like a set, set schedule. Kids, kids are gone. This is what I have to do. Yeah. And block it. Yeah. What is one advice you wish on would have given you? And it could be about business marriage, motherhood. Definitely just fresh on my mind because we just talked about it. It was like, it's okay to reach out and ask for help and guidance. Mm -hmm. I know a part of the reason why my journey was a little more difficult in the beginning, the first two years was I don't like to ask for help as, um, because I don't want to be a burden to anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't want to anyone to feel like you know, I'm, I'm bothering them or like an inconvenience or whatever. So I just try to figure out everything on my own, you know? And so, yeah, I think just knowing that it's okay to like ask around, ask for help, because a lot of people, they actually don't mind sharing their knowledge. They actually don't mind helping. Like I know I love to help people. Even before I started coaching, I, that's what I naturally did anyways. I was always <laughs> helping my friends. You know, we'd go on coffee dates and we would help each other. And um, so, it's, yeah, I think like building those relationships with whoever in your industry, you think you can both benefit from each other. Mm -hmm. That's important. But then also like feeling comfortable enough to ask for some guidance. Right. Yeah. And I think, you're, you know, everything you say is true because I think we're scared, we're intimidated, like, oh, I'm the only one going through this, you know, but yeah. everybody goes through it when they're building their business. Yeah, we think that we're alone. And um, I hear that a lot, too, in entrepreneurship, that it's a lonely journey and a lot of entrepreneurs feel alone. But in reality, we're all going through the same thing. You know? <laughs> we just don't talk about it. And that's why we feel alone because nobody's talking about it. But when we start talking about it, we realize that we're all going through the exact same thing. 
Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that I'm always even like when, especially if you're, you know, female, you're a mom, and then we think, oh my God, we don't want to say anything because I don't want to feel like my kids or my marriage is, you know, problems, but everybody struggles with that. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> What's one thing that you do to feel motivated when you're just drained and you're just, and you still have things to do? Like, how do you motivate yourself? Oh yeah. I pay attention to like my thoughts and my, the way that I'm feeling like my energy a lot um, during the day, especially when I still have a lot of stuff to do on my to-do list. And sometimes we get in those moods where we're just like, you know, we just get this like, like just this energy of like laziness or like, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. Or sometimes we get like sad or depressed or like, you know, sometimes we just get like these in these weird moods. And so my, I just try to be aware of it. So when I do feel like I am getting into one of those weird moods, I'm like, I catch it. And then I put on some music, like some kind of music that makes me feel good and upbeat, especially if I'm starting to feel sleepy, I need more energy. I put on some upbeat music that's going to get me like moving, anything that makes me feel good, feel happy. And then I change my thoughts and I kind of like, you know, just speak to myself that, you know, this is good. I'm going to get so much work done, you know, just speak positive, positive thoughts and Maybe I'll do like a little stretch or um, something to just get my blood flowing again. Sometimes you just need to take a break and go for a walk and come back to it. You know, there's so many things, but I think it just starts with like being aware of it, you know, paying attention to your mood, paying attention to your energy, paying attention to your thoughts, because sometimes we get those negative thoughts that come in and that affects us. So um, I think it's just being aware of it and then changing it. I completely agree with you because I think we all go through those phases, but once you start realizing it, it's just, okay, you got into one. You just need to get yourself out quick. Exactly. Yeah. You got yourself in the, in that zone somehow, you know, it could be like something that you were watching or like some type of music you were listening to or, or a thought that came in somehow you got yourself into that zone yeah. And then you just get yourself back out. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, if it's fine, you get sad, you get depressed, just get out. Just just don't stay in there too long. Exactly. Too- don't stay in there. Cut it out. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And for your destination, I know you do destination um, uh, weddings, like for makeup and stuff. How do you go about doing that? How do you, when did you decide, hey, it's time to grow this. Like, how did, how does that happen? When I first built uh, Driver Artistry, my bridal beauty company, I knew that I wanted it to be in multiple locations. My first vision of it was to wow. be all over the U.S. Uh-huh. And um, and I expanded on the second year to, we started off in California and we expanded to Las Vegas and Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And then we started doing um, destination weddings like out of the country offering those services and that was just like an addiction because you know who doesn't want to travel and get paid to travel it's it's so fun like I feel like the wedding industry is already a fun industry to be in and then throw in like travel and exploring and sightseeing and on top of that it's just amazing 
So yeah, we definitely love to do um, destination weddings. And how we got into that, I think it, like our first destination wedding just kind of like stumbled upon us. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, uh, okay, let's jump on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, we were just hooked. That is yeah. crazy. Did you ever incorporate your family when you go on these trips or you just go alone? Um, for the Hawaii weddings, sometimes I do. Um, yeah, I plan to in the future. Incorporate so, your family. <laughs> yeah, if the schedules work and everything. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because I send a see and I see sometimes like, you know, other industries, they travel and sometimes they, they make it into like a quick family trip. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I think that's ideal. If you can have the best of both worlds, <laughs> that's ideal. Yeah, I know. Like you say, you're offering your coaching services. Where can they find you online? So my Instagram is babesbuildingempires.bbe. And um, on Facebook, I also have the Babes Building Empires Facebook group. And in the Facebook group, we do a lot of private trainings, um, Facebook lives. A lot of good stuff is in there. It's all free. And um, same thing on Instagram. But, you know, Instagram lives, they disappear in 24 hours. So that's why I like to have the Facebook group because it's a nice, like, tight um, community mm-hmm. where we can all communicate. And there's the lives, all the trainings are in there forever. So I kind of have both hubs going on. That's great. Yeah. And then it's, some, it's something they can go back and look at on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's super fun. And it's more private too, because not everybody sees it, you know, only the people that are in the group see it. So I feel like it's a little bit of a different dynamic versus Instagram where it's public. Everyone sees all the comments, you know, everybody sees everything. So I like to have both. That's true. And that's great that you do that because I noticed that sometimes people don't want to comment on things because they don't want to ask questions. So yeah, they don't yeah. want everyone to see what they're asking or they don't want to feel judged. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is great. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me, Susan. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Yolanda. Thanks for listening to this unfiltered conversation. Brought to you by the Unfiltered Wife Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media. If you would like to be a guest on the show, please visit theunfilteredwife.com.